Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. We need to remember, we need to be involved, as involved in this case as we are the Bernardo case. And that's the case, George Lovey. George Lovey is a cold-blooded murderer. He cold-bloodedly murdered the parents of my next guest. And I know Don Edwards well. I know the Edwards family well. Don, as you know, former goaltender for the Buffalo Sabres and goaltender for Team Canada. And Don is in the process of writing a book about his experiences after the game, Victim of Violence, is I think the working title of the book. And we're staying in touch with Don because his story and his family's story deserves and must be heard in this country. And the efforts of Lovey to gain unrestricted parole really need to be understood in this country because you can be damn sure that that's what Bernardo's after. And don't ever assume that Bernardo will not get parole. Lovey got it. Has his own apartment. But now he wants absolutely no restrictions on his parole. None. None. Don Edwards joins us. Don, I won't ask you how you are. I can only imagine how difficult it is for you, even years, 30 years later, to talk about, about this situation. But you're fighting for your parents, and you're fighting for the rest of this country. How are you? Well, I did ask you how we are. I'm, I'm great, Roy, and thank you for uh, your continuing um, support of our family. Uh, you've been a great advocate, and we very much appreciate that. And yes, um, you know, our... Our living health continues knowing that Lovey is free and, as you said, with his own apartment, um, free to journey in the area that he currently is without any contested rules. Uh, yes, he has to report to a um, halfway house a couple days a week uh, just to check in. But as you mentioned, he's applied for full parole with access to the current restricted areas that we have um, put in place uh, through the cooperation of the parole board. But, again, he's applied to get those taken away. And if he is given uh, full parole, he'll have access to wherever he wants to go in Canada. And this is the man who cold-bloodedly murdered your parents. Before that, he sexually assaulted your sister, Michelle, um, who had broken off her relationship with him. And at the time, Don, I remember the outrage and uh, spoke with your with your family at the, at the time. And there was a sense that this that Lovey would never ever ever get out. Just as there's a sense that Bernardo will never ever ever get out. And Lovey's been out on this uh, greater than lesser parole reality for quite some time now, hasn't he? Yeah, it's going on over two years now, uh, Roy. And you know, it's it's interesting enough uh, in my research in my book and just doing things. And uh, you know, as I said to you. In a brief, our brief conversation as of yesterday, 
you know, looking back at the timeline of when my mother and father were killed and my sister was sexually assaulted, you previously uh, mentioned about Paul Bernardo and Carla Homolka and the, um, uh, the devastation and, and brutal murders of, of Tammy Homolka, um, Leslie Mahaffey and Christian French. There was outrage all around Southern Ontario at the time. There was also the Yelwin quest that had just uh, uh, happened. And, uh, you know, we went through great efforts to uh, try and change the system. That effort still continues. We still continue to do our victim impact statements and, you know, fight with the politicians in Ottawa who seem to be, you know, play the game of burying their head in the sand and, you know, will support and be advocates for the the serious uh, uh, felons that are dangerous to society in general. And uh, it's, it's very disheartening, you know, I... I look back on some some stuff that went was was from reported in Parliament, you know, uh, many years ago. Looking back, and you know, it really started after the deaths of my mother and father. But you know, there was other individuals like this Dennis Florty, who you know, machine gunned three people, you know, was let out, and and others. It goes on and on and on. But it's 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 sad that really we're in this this situation that you know people in Canada are not aware of the Canadian justice system, the Criminal Code of Canada, and uh, you know it seems to be an easy way to release them back out to society instead of protecting the victims of violence and the general society. Um, you know, and uh, in doing this research for this book, it's very interesting. You know, to just see things that, you know, politicians say and, 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 and do, um, you know, they, they seem to, you know, yeah, they're all admissive to the fact that, yes, there has to be change, but they really do not step forward and make the changes that are, that are needed uh, to protect us. Yeah. So we have the Parole Board of Canada considering levies, it's more of a demand than a request. That all and any restrictions on his parole be lifted. Remember, everybody, uh, he murdered Don Edwards' parents, and 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 that affects everyone in the Edwards family, everyone. So he demands the uh, parole restrictions be lifted. At the same time, Don, tell me if I'm wrong. He's threatened you and your family uh, while he was in prison, and uh, maybe while he's been out. He has threatened you, has he not? Yes, he has. You know, Roy, just his, he, he threatens us just in the fact that he continues to play with the Parole Board of Canada and the fact that every opportunity, you know, he's looking to um, be out on the streets. You know, it's funny. I, we're getting ready for this, other, this, this next parole hearing. I submitted a uh, victim impact statement um, last week. I went back after speaking yesterday with a member of the parole board uh, who gave me some pretty sound advice and some serious insight into what's going on. I revised that statement and put and, and, and sent one back, a new one back today. And you know, it's it's interesting. George Harding Lovey is very much like a fox, um, and when I say a fox. If a fox uh, is hungry, it will um, it, it will haunt and it will chase and it will do everything it can around the hen house 
Um, but if the farmer appears, it runs and hides. But as soon as the farmer disappears, he's back to stock and, and, and feed himself on the chickens. So it's very much like what we feel as victims is that, you know, we're certainly not hens and we're not chickens. We're, we're grown adults and we have children. And, but we have a serious predator out there that is threatening our family. Uh, Don, you and I have talked about this before. This this really sullies your memory of wearing the, the, the Team Canada sweater, doesn't it? It certainly does, Roy. I was so proud. I, you know, it was it was a, an interesting time in my life, um, you know, because I, I, I was cut from the team originally, uh, was asked to come back after Billy Smith broke his finger and uh, was not expected to play. And then in the final um, um, round-robin game, the semifinal game, um, I was um, told that I would be playing that night. And uh, standing in, on the ice in the Montreal Forum, you know, looking up at the, um, the flag, and, you know, I had tears coming down my eyes because I was so proud because I know how much my parents had, had devoted their lives to get me to where I was. And I know my mom and dad were back home watching um, as it was my family. So... I was extremely proud. I was just proud to represent Canada itself. You know, I, you know, if you were selected to be a member of any type of in any type of sport to be a member of Team Canada, those individuals and athletes are very, very proud to wear that sweater and proudly wear it. But um, I got to be honest, after the fight that um, you know we have been through as a family, it really uh, sours my taste. Um, it, it really is appalling to think that you know we have to go through this to save our own. Um, salvation, and uh, more importantly than that is, that, you know, it also threatens our children's salvation, and they had nothing, or you know, weren't even living. Some of them at the time that this happened, but it, it is a threat on their lives as well. Because as you know, in court, um, through the testimony of Carrie Lovey, uh, George Harding also love, uh, uh, Lovey also uh, threatened to kill the grandchildren uh, and siblings uh, of the uh, of my parents. So um, it's serious. It's very serious. And, and repeatedly, I said it earlier, he's been assessed as a continuing threat to reoffend. yet the Supreme Court enforced parole eligibility for first-degree murderers after 25 years in prison, so that's what, what he's after. Do you have a, do you have a sense, or oh, a couple of things here, Don, how are you treated by, this, by the parole board, you and your family? And what's your sense? Do you think Lovey is going to, do you think there's a chance the parole board will grant him unrestricted access to wherever he wants to go? Uh, I'm not sure what direction they're going in because, you know, I, we do not trust the parole board. I mean, when they granted him, you know, day passes, uh, that was the first uh, indication that they were moving towards his freedom. But, you know, we've had our goal with the parole board. i got to be honest, Roy, writing a victim impact statement is very emotional, brings back a lot of memories. You know, many of my family uh, struggle with post-traumatic stress disorder. Many still continue to see counseling. But just stand, uh, sitting down and, and writing a, a very emotional, impacting, emotional victim impact statement, and then the parole board, because of some wording you may have in there that brings out some of the anger and rage that, that fills our hearts, they turn around and tell us we can't put that in the statement. And so we've had, you know, at different times, we've had to redact things uh, to have things submitted. And it's a, it's been a real process that... Uh, you know, that it's certainly been frustrating at times, you know, you, you write these things with the greatest empathy in the world, and yet at the same time they turn around and say, you've got to 
uh, eliminate that and remove that from the statement because it won't be submitted. And uh, it's really hurtful um, because uh, um, it's quite it's quite evident that they're not uh, victims, and even those that worked for the victim rights um, are you know that are in that position uh, working under the parole board. You know they very much are, are you know do the same thing. It's it's a very frustrating um, feeling to feel like you're trying to uh, protect yourselves, yet at the same time others seem to be fighting against you. Yeah. Uh, one quick final question, Don. When are you expecting a, a ruling from the parole board? Have you gi- have they given you a, an indication as to when they'll do that? Well, the first uh, the first reading of this will be a paper review, uh, Roy. And that's why we have to submit new uh, victim impact statements. Um, you know, with them, you try and take the emotion out of them, but they are very emotional. And then the second thing, if, it, if they do see that it passes the paper review, then it will move to a conference of the parole board that will decide uh, George Harding Levy's future. Okay. So uh, we're hopeful with our battle and our fight that we will, you know, um, you know, um, at least um, postpone his full release. And we'll do everything we can to try and keep him, uh, you know, right. do some type of... And Canadians can step up and help, as far as that's concerned. Uh, get in touch with your member of parliament. Get in touch with whomever you, you must and uh, and fight with the Edwards family. Don, always uh, an honor to speak with you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Roy. Thank you for your, uh, your support and your advocacy. Always. If you want to hear more... Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.